0: The Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. What makes a teacher a teacher? Is it their degree in teaching? receiving their first job in the classroom? Or is it every lesson plan, every graded paper, their daily commitment to their students? What makes a farmer a farmer? Is it simply owning the land and buying a tractor? Or is it the ongoing work of preparing the soil, planting, nurturing, harvesting, season after season after season. What makes a parent a parent? Is it just the birth or adoption of a child? Or is it every bedtime story read, every boo-boo kissed, every lunch packed, the daily care and support and encouragement as a child grows? So then what makes a disciple, a disciple. Is it a call? Is it baptism? Is it the decision to follow Jesus? All of those things are part of it, definitely the start of what makes a disciple. But today's gospel reminds us that that's not all of it. In today's gospel, we hear that what makes the disciples truly disciples isn't where they start or how they start. It's that they continue. Jesus says, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. It's that word that continue that sticks out to me. That discipleship isn't this singular moment in time, but something that continues, something ongoing, a relationship with God, abiding with Jesus, continuing in the Word. The truth that we are loved by God fully and completely, the truth that all people are loved by God fully and completely. The truth, the truth of God's love is liberating. It's freeing. We are free from being required to earn God's love. We are free from being responsible for our own salvation. We are free from the expectations of this world, free from what culture tells us we need to be in order to be loved or considered valuable. We are freed from holding hate in our hearts for people who are different than ourselves, freed from all human divisions and distinctions that we put in place. We are free when we continue in that truth that we are loved by our heavenly creator, that all people are loved by our heavenly creator. It's just that... Well, this truth is so much easier said than lived. To live in that truth of God's love for us and for all people, to continue in that truth, to remember it all day, every day, we sometimes forget. We get tired, frustrated, angry, annoyed, or just busy. And we forget about this amazing, undeserved gift. We just need to be reminded occasionally. We need the Spirit living within us to occasionally tug us back to this centering truth, to put us back on track and continue in God's Word. Now today we are celebrating Reformation Sunday, and I love Reformation Sunday. Not because the Reformation was this great time in the history of the church, or because it's the day that we sing A Mighty Fortress, or because, as I've been told, red is my color. (laughs) It's what the Reformation represents that I love so much. The Reformation is a reminder that the church can change that it can grow, that it can evolve, that sometimes the church, being filled with people after all, can start to stray a little bit from the truth of God's love and in some areas stop acting like the church, like when the church puts up barriers to who is in and who is out or tries to claim that salvation is only for some or when religion becomes a way to judge other people, the Reformation is a reminder that the Holy Spirit continues its work in the church and that it's good and right to look at ourselves and wonder where the church can do better, to ask who is being left out and where we have replaced God's word with our words. The Reformation is a reminder that no matter how much we think we know, we need to be open to hearing God's word in new ways, open to the work of the Spirit moving in us and among us, guiding us along the way. And as a church that celebrates the Reformation, we should celebrate a church that is still reforming that celebrate the change and the freedom and the grace that comes from returning over and over again to the truth of God's love. Now when we celebrate the Reformation in this way, then this celebration might ask something of us today, asking us how the church can be more fully the church, how we can become better peacemakers, how we can live and work for justice, what it means to spread the gospel and follow Jesus each day. How can we continue in God's word? Where is the spirit leading us next? And on this day, when we're celebrating a changing church and an active God who continues to work in us, we are celebrating a very special day for Molly and Brian. Today, before their loving families and the congregation, Brian and Molly will affirm their baptismal promises. The words that were said for them in baptism, they will say for themselves today. It's a big day. It Today marks their maturity and their growth, a day when their faith is not just something that belongs to their parents, but something that they can claim fully as their own. But this day is more than just an important moment in time. It's the beginning of a whole new chapter. It's a commitment to a life following Jesus, a life in community with God's people, a life continuing in God's word. Last Sunday evening, confirmation families and mentors gathered for a potluck dinner where Molly and Brian shared their final confirmation projects. During Molly's confirmation project, she expressed a love for singing in worship with her church family, as she described it. The joy that it is to come together and sing and worship. And then she sang solo after working with her voice coach, let us break bread together. And she shared with me that she would love to continue to serve as an acolyte. Brian also has a love for music. He has sung and played guitar many times in worship. And for his confirmation project, he shared an original guitar piece. And he said that he wants to continue to use his musical gifts to serve the church. Now, we love the gifts and talents that Brian and Molly bring to worship, but I think I can speak for everyone when I say that besides all your cool skills and talents... We love you as people, and Emmanuel wouldn't be the same without you. I hope today isn't the last time that Molly and Brian affirm their baptismal promises. I hope that they continue to affirm these promises every day. I hope that the truth of God's love for them, that they were loved beyond measure from the very beginning and that they are loved beyond measure still today And this love will not be shaken no matter where life takes them. I hope that this is the truth that they return to again and again and again. That the truth of God's love is the truth that guides them each day. And that throughout their whole lives, it brings them hope and comfort and joy and purpose. And I hope these things for everyone here today that as we celebrate their affirmation of baptism, that we remember and affirm our own baptismal promises, that as we continue in our lives of faith, as we live each day as disciples following Jesus, we remember the truth of how much we are loved and how God's love extends to all people. May this truth fill our hearts with hope, Wrap us in comfort, fill us with joy, give purpose to our lives, and make us free. Amen.